Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Good Tidings Co. You're listening to episode eight of the podcast. So today we're going to be talking all about getting out of a rut. Um, this is part two of a unofficially official mini series, if you will. Last week, we talked through seven practical ways of getting out of a rut. So we went through things like cleaning your room, taking a shower, drinking some water, setting some goals, things like that, getting out of your house. That was a big one. Um, and so those are a little more on the practical side, but often can be overlooked. Um, and so in that episode, I also touched on it myself that I have been feeling like in a bit of a rut in a weird spot the last couple weeks. Um, and so implementing these things have, has been huge. It's not a quick fix, nor is it an overnight thing. I do think that consistency is key, like with most things, but, um, the proof is in the pudding, man. You know, last week it was rough. It was a tough week, but being consistent on some of these things and like going out of my way to put a little extra time and attention and care into some of these tips um, helped me greatly. And I'm feeling really good this week and I hope you are too. And if you're not, um, well, I hope this episode will encourage you and kind of just spur you on to keep going. Um, don't give up. Don't settle all those good things. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Um, So yeah, as I said, last last week's episode had seven points and this um, week's episode part two, the final final episode of this little series has three points. And I broke it up like that because um, the seven points in last week's episode were a little more like just point by point by point, um, not so much explanation. Also, these three just go so well together. Um, and as much as I'm here for like the even, even whether it be like 10 points here all in one or five and five, which is not even, but you know what I mean? A little more what you see every day. Um, I kind of don't mind that we did seven and one and three and another, and another, excuse me. Also, these points are cute because they all start with the letter G. (laughs) So um, we'll get into it and go from there. But I'm hoping y'all are having a great day. I'm having a great day. Okay, so let's go. Three ways to get out of a rut, getting out of a rut, active, right? Active action, active action. Number one is to get outside. This is daily if possible. I think this could be like going for a walk by yourself or even with a friend, um, playing with your kids at the park or simply sitting on your patio or deck in your front yard or something um, or in your backyard, whatever. But getting outside daily if possible, even five, 10 minutes. Um, although, hey, shoot for longer if you can. But if you can't, if you can't swing it, five to 10 minutes intentionally outside, it boosts you up. And honestly, has great potential to lift you out of any rut you may be stuck in day to day. Um, And I kind of want to go a little deeper into this. So number one, I guess, within getting outside, there is so much renewed energy and creativity that comes from being outside and being in fresh air. Um, Literally, your brain can begin to wake up simply from breathing in fresh air versus like the recycled air in your home. You know what I mean? Like over time, when you're just inside for a prolonged amount of time, it's without realizing it, like you're just breathing in this recycled air and it's stuffy and it doesn't make you 
really feel energized or motivated. So, but getting outside, uh, there's like, I mean, literally it's fresh air that you get to breathe in and breathe out. Um, and yeah, renewed energy and creativity comes like easily, easily when you remove yourself from the stagnant air into fresh air. Um, I guess like sub point number two would be, so for me, right, I I really do love to get outside multiple times a day if possible. And I really try my best to make it possible most days. But if it's a busy day, um, at the very least, I will get outside in the morning almost every single day. Um, And the reason being, and this is, I guess, actually like a, a more so new thing since maybe March or April for me. So getting outside in the morning specifically uh, is proven to improve your sleep and to regulate your circadian rhythm, which is basically just your body's clock. Um, And it's the thing that controls your sleep slash wake cycles. And I honestly began to learn more about this when Elijah was young um, as like you know, sleep experts and I don't know, pediatrician type people recommend that when babies are kind of day slash night confused, um, you know, putting like (laughs) allowing daylight into their eyes, getting outside in fresh air is really, really good for them. Um, And so as I looked more into it, as good as it is for him and for, you know, for little babies, um, helping them learn what daytime is versus nighttime, it is also really, really good for adults. And I mean, oftentimes like, yeah, we know what day and night is, of course, but our bodies can be out of whack and not in a healthy rhythm. Um, And so anyway, being outside in the morning really does benefit you throughout the day, gives you that energy um, so that you're not dipping midday and then, you know, crashing mid to late day or whatever even early evening you know and then by nighttime oh boom you're back awake and staying up until all hour the hours of the night which then ruins the next day you know what i mean so um that's sub point number two sub point number three um so getting outside is this is obvious but it is a natural source of vitamin d spoiler i love my supplements and i feel like i want to talk more about that in another episode, maybe not like entirely about supplements, but I do love uh, supplements and vitamins because here's the thing. Most of us are not getting entirely what we need from food alone. And so the whole point of vitamins and supplements, if you're taking, you know, good quality vitamins and supplements, the whole point is to supplement your body for like with what you're missing. Um, For years, I never took vitamins. I never took supplements. I didn't I mean, I think I might have taken like a teen multivitamin in high school because my mom had told me to, something like that. Um, But becoming like a young adult, growing into my own, wasn't taking vitamins at all, not any kinds, um, even in the slightest. And um, yeah, so anyhow, I don't know how many years ago, several years ago now, but um, going to the doctor found out like after getting a blood test, I was incredibly deficient in vitamin D. And so, and this is a thing, again, similar to like just most of us being deficient in lots of different ways, but even more than that, most Americans actually um, are like super deficient in vitamin D. And why is that? That's because 
most Americans aren't getting outside um, nearly as much as we should. Basically, that's it. But um, but vitamin D deficiency, like it plays on your mood, on your anxiety, it plays on depression, all these kinds of things. And so for me, I didn't even realize how scary low I was like in the deficiency range when my, um, I almost said pediatrician, but that's for my son. But no, when my uh, doctor had told me, she was like, wow, I'm I'm actually pretty impressed that you're functioning so well um, because it really it really does mess with you. It messes with your mind, with your um, like mood and just kind of your day to day living. And so anyway, um, getting outside obviously will boost that natural vitamin D. Um, and as much as I love supplementing, if I can get it more naturally, which, you know, like supplements are great, but if I can get it, if I can get like a double benefit from being outside and it's also benefiting my vitamin D and increasing it, um, I'll take it. You know what I mean? So getting outside is huge. Of course, we know that in the winter, it's a little bit of a bummer because the sun is not shining, but still getting outside, even in the winter, there is some vitamin D that comes through, believe it or not. Um, so very, very key. Okay. Uh, sub point four, getting outside naturally reduces stress and anxiety. There are countless studies that support this. Um, but if you don't want to look into it, or if you don't believe me, test it for yourself and you will see that it's true. Now, of course, like when we're in stressed or an anxious, like spot in our lives, it is more difficult to push ourselves to do anything. I know this firsthand. It's not easy to be in an anxious headspace and to be like, I'm just going to get outside because I know that this will reduce my stress and anxiety. No, for me, and maybe for you too, I just want to sit on the couch and watch Netflix and not deal with my problems. <laughs> That's really what I want to do when I'm in that kind of zone. Um, but if and when I push myself to get outside when I'm in those kinds of headspaces, the benefits are drastic truly drastic like I can just lift out and again not at the drop of a hat but it is a gradual thing and something that improves my mood noticeably so all of that to say being outside truly truly can reduce stress and anxiety when we take those steps to push ourselves to get out there promise you test it out at least like 10 to 15 minutes, give yourself some time. Maybe, maybe, you know, maybe music, maybe no music, maybe just like silence, but try it out. Um, it truly has proven to be a game changer for me personally. Um, all right. And the last sub point in this little section of getting outside, um, being one of the greatest ways to get out of a rut. Um, so last sub point would be this. So naturally, when we get outside, we are way more likely to have an increased desire to be active and to move our body. Um, when we're inside, we just kind of like when we're in our homes specifically, um, we're cozy, we're comfortable. I know I am like, I, I love my home. I love being cozy. I love being comfy. And oftentimes I don't want to 
do anything else other than that, other than cozy and comfy living, you know? Um, but when I'm outside, there is like this natural inclination to be active, to move. Um, and that, of course, is a benefit all around. So when our, our headspace is kind of overwhelming, and we find ourselves slipping into that rut. If we get outside as soon as possible for as long as possible, we really do reap some physical benefits as well now and and here's the thing right like activity and moving uh our body it's it's not only a physical benefit though that is part of it um but there is something like mental that happens i don't know the science of it there are some things i know the science of and have read studies of this is not uh, my area of expertise in the slightest but i do know for sure that there are like some endorphins or some some awesome things that are happening and are releasing in our brain um, when we are active and moving and exercising our body which we are more likely to do when we get outside. Okay, so those are the sub points of getting outside. It is beneficial, y'all. There are several benefits. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I'm gonna leave that in. It is beneficial. There are several benefits. Um, <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, another way, second way, I should say, um, when you are wanting to get out of a rut and you wanna actively get out of that rut it is to practice gratitude. So number one was get outside. And number two is gratitude. You see where I'm going with the G's, baby? Okay. <laughs> gratitude. Man, you guys, this changes everything. 10 out of 10 times, gratitude will lift your eyes off of your situation and place your gaze directly at what's most important. I promise you, gratitude changes the game so 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 very much it is so important we know this like i don't know we know this um theoretically i think we know that there is importance to gratitude and to being thankful um but if we practice it if we practically practice it or or um i don't know like if we really would walk out gratitude and walk in gratitude, I, I believe a lot of us would see positive change in our lives. Um, I think, yeah, it's hard. It can be really, really hard um, to actively practice gratitude when we're overwhelmed and when things feel heavy and stressful. Um, so here is kind of like my biggest word of advice or my biggest tip um, to, I don't know, kind of make space for gratitude in your daily life, especially when you are in that weird spot, okay? Similar to a brain dump, which I am obsessed with brain dumps. They have helped me clear my brain and get ready to focus on whatever I need to focus on so many times. I could go on a rant about brain dumps because they are so helpful for me. But so similar to that, where you just like list everything that your brain is kind of holding um, and it gets it out and onto paper, a, create a gratitude list. Okay. So similar to a brain dump list, a gratitude list. And what I would recommend is you begin listing off things, both big and small, that you're grateful for. Um, at first, naturally, you will probably list off larger scale things, you know, like maybe something with your job or something with a relationship or I don't know, like just larger scale things that you're like, man, I'm so thankful for this. I'm so thankful for that. Um, but allow your, some, yourself some time uh, to really dig deep 
in gratitude and in thankfulness um, and allow yourself to get to the place of the small wins and of the small things to be grateful for and that that you are genuinely thankful for you know what I mean um, let it work its way down not saying you literally have to go from large to small because it might be all over the place for me I go like large small large large small 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 smaller <laughs> large 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 you know anyway you know what I, I hope that makes sense but my lists often are very random and chaotic a little bit but you might just like list very small things and then the very big things or you might go from big to small whatever my point is um like allow yourself room to think of even the small things it's really easy for us to look at the big things and say wow I'm so thankful um but the small things like the ability to be breathing at this moment or um you know the ability to uh get outside and have like breath in our lungs that we can breathe in and breathe out the beautiful fresh air you know like <laughs> getting to that place and obviously it has to be personal to you like that that type of thing brings me literally to my knees and I'm like wow I'm so thankful for my life you know when I'm in a negative spot especially it's like that really lifts me up and out um but let it be personal to you so it may not be that it might be like man it's the sunset or man it's the coffee brewing in the morning I don't know I don't know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give you your answers <laughs> you go there for yourself but um yeah I, I think I think this is true when you legit begin to count your blessings like honestly actually begin to count your blessings when you call them out by name then the hard things or the challenging things or the frustrating things or the overwhelming things truly seem to pale in comparison and your perspective really begins to shift again I'm not saying to stuff down your emotions because I'm a big believer of feel what you feel 110 percent. I've got a lot of feelings and so I do agree they should be felt they should be heard by you and others and seen and recognized and all of that but never allow your feelings to overrule or like kind of be bigger than what all the things you you have to be thankful for to be grateful for practicing gratitude is so crucial um and i i do think that if we did it more often as people um we would really reap some beautiful benefits collectively and individually so okay number three final um kind of thought when it comes to getting out of a rut actively is to give yourself grace okay so we have getting outside gratitude practicing gratitude and giving yourself grace um so of course we hear this and we know this we know um again like in our mind we know to give ourselves grace yada 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 we've heard it time and time again but really i think we have to start walking in this and not and I don't actually mean like in the areas that we know or even in the areas that we expect to give ourselves grace. I actually mean um, like giving yourself grace when you are feeling messy or overwhelmed or not good enough or stuck, bit off, in a rut, whatever it is, really allowing yourself time to breathe and to process and maybe to do nothing at all. I think working on ourselves daily and continually, continually and daily is key for sure. I, I still really do stick by that. Like consistency 
is key. It breeds like real life change, truly. Um, But at the same time, I think that giving yourself grace to slow down is equally as important. So as much as I'm like really big about working on ourselves, because as I have begun to intentionally work on myself daily and continually, I have seen like positive change in my life. So I, I really do think that that is, there's truth. But at the same time, I think that giving up myself grace, giving yourself grace um, to slow down, to simply be um, is incredibly impactful as well. Um, and I think that's a, another kind of thing like that we just often overlook. We'll give grace to others, hopefully, <laughs> not all the time, but we do more often than we'll give to ourselves at least, right? So I think it's it's key to always remember, right, that life, our lives, while definitely it's a lot, and it can be a lot. Um, but in the same vein, it's a vapor, you guys. It is a vapor. Um, here today, gone tomorrow. And when you really think, begin to think of life more in that kind of mindset um, of just like, man, this is a flash in the pan. This is going, um, this is a dot. You know what I mean? One small speck in the long in the long haul, in the long game, you know? Um, And when you look at it that way, you, I think, will begin to see much more beauty around you um, and, and allow yourself the opportunity for much more grace. Yeah, also... Right. Of course, the the time to work and to um, hustle and churn um, is there as well, because it's like, wow, this is fast. This is a flash in the pan. Let's go, 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 go for sure. But in the same breath, because it's fast, because it's a vapor, um, allowing yourself time to love you, to love you and not like "Mm, I'm a do me. I'm a love on me. Uh, me, 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 self, self, self. No, I just mean like to genuinely enjoy who you are, who you're becoming, you know what I mean? And like what you're bringing to the table doesn't have to be a whole lot. Um, But yeah, giving yourself time to even slow down to enjoy yourself and moments with yourself, right? So um, I do think that we have to slow down to allow ourselves to be clothed and covered in grace. I don't think it's really possible any other way. Um, and sometimes it's as simple as saying, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go from here. Um, so what I'm going to do is literally do what I can and take it one day at a time. That is walking in grace. Not It's not always like grace isn't giving yourself a pass, right? We know this, but Here's a reminder. It's not giving yourself a pass. It's not saying, oh, I get to go off scotch-free. What is it? Scotch-free or scot-free? I never know. (laughs) But I don't get to go off like, you know, scot. I think it's scot-free. Anyway, scotch-free. I have no idea. But I don't, you know, it's not giving yourself a pass in life. It's not saying, oh, I I will just throw in the towel because it doesn't really matter anyway. Um, It's just, it's going to be quick. It's a vapor whatever. You know, no, that's not grace. Uh, It's a messed up whack version of it, I think. But but really just giving yourself grace in the sense of, okay, one moment at a time, one breath at a time, one thing at a time, doing what you can do and yet allowing yourself space and time to breathe and to recover and to rest and um, like 
kind of rebuild even. Oh my goodness. Okay, I could go on and on, but I won't. Um, all right, you guys. So again, ways to get out of a rut, the three Gs that I kind of really hold closest to my heart, I would say, as much as I love the seven practical ones in the previous episode, still do recommend you going and listening to that if you haven't yet. But for this episode, getting outside, seriously, you guys, start getting outside daily if possible. Um, Five to 10, 15, 20 minutes. (laughs) That's a pretty large jump, but just try. Seriously, um, especially while the weather's still nice um, because yeah, come like November, December, y'all know I'm not outside, but this year we might, we might see a change. I don't know yet. I don't know. Okay. So getting outside, number one, number two, gratitude, practicing genuine gratitude and thankfulness in your day-to-day life. And number three, giving yourself grace. Those three things, implementing them into your life more and more and daily, if possible, um, really does help with getting out of a rut and getting out of negative headspace. So I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I will end by saying this. My one request to you is to let me know. Let me know which one of these three resonated with you most, which one of these three kind of stuck out to you most, or even which one of these three are you going to implement? I I can't lie. Like I'm always still pretty shocked. Um <laughs> when people say that they're listening to my podcast, obviously the analytics show. Um, so I know people are out there, but I also don't entirely know exactly who <laughs> all the time. So when I meet, not not meet someone, but like, you know, during these days, we're still not seeing people a whole, a whole lot, right? So when I see someone new that I haven't seen in quite a while and they tell me, oh my goodness, I'm listening and I love your podcast. It means so much. It's really humbling <laughs> because like most everyone I've met or met, why do I keep saying it? Like, I don't know y'all. Most everyone who's told me and I've come across like, you know, friends and people in my sphere, um, they're people that I'm inspired by and look up to. That's you. Okay. I'm talking to you. You're someone I'm inspired by and look up to and, um, and like just, I don't know, admire, I guess is a great word. Like, so when, when you are telling me, oh, I'm listening and I'm enjoying, I'm just like, wow, <laughs> humbled, hashtag humbled. Anyway, um, thank you for listening and thank you for sharing and feel free to leave a review um, because, you know, that is how more wonderful folks just like yourself will find my podcast and potentially one day there will be listeners who I don't even know. Right now, I think it's pretty much all people in my sphere, but <laughs> I just appreciate it nonetheless. It is so amazing. You guys are so encouraging and just wonderful humans. Um, so with that being said, I don't think there's anything else to say, um, but I kind of just want to keep talking to you guys. Anyway, I won't. I won't ramble on. I hope you enjoy your Wednesday. Um, it is almost fall, baby. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of already... My head's already kind of like fall, but I'm also trying to wait, you know, whatever. Uh, um, Okay, that's it. Let's no need to ramble on. You guys are wonderful. I so appreciate you and I hope you have the best week. So until next time, bye.